Welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyons podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and blesses you. So today I want to talk to you about and begin this new series here on, on being grateful in an ungrateful world. How many believe that we live in an ungrateful world? I think we see it every day of our lives. We see it when we, when we go shopping, when we're on the road. People are just not grateful. They're not thankful. We see it in, our, in children. The things that children do nowadays that, that our parents would have killed us for back in the day, right? Am I the only one that sees things happening? You know, they're just not thankful these days. Amen. And my dad said big amen right there as he's sitting up here in front going, wait a minute, you don't remember when you were young? Yes. But gratefulness leads to thankfulness, amen? Gratefulness. Thankfulness is the theme that runs throughout the entire Bible and should shine in your light as believers, shine in your life as believers. And, and what it does is it transforms your heart in the process. Gratefulness. Ever been around a person that is filled with ingratitude or the opposite of gratefulness? Ever been around? Those are the grouchy people that you and I know. Maybe you're going to see them tomorrow at work. Maybe you're going to run into them when you get back home. I don't know. I'm just saying when you are around grouchy people, you don't really want to hang around them. Amen? You want to let them go their way and you want to keep doing your thing. Because nobody wants to be around a grouchy person. But I want to speak to that person as well as to each of us that in today's world, there's nothing more important than you and I being grateful. We've survived COVID, amen? We've survived, uh, we're still trying to survive these, these terrible gas prices out here in California. And our visitor, our friend from Montana is going, I don't know how you guys pay for gas out here like this, right? So, you know, there's so many things to be grateful for. And this world that we live in continues to get darker and darker and darker. There's so much hurt and anger. There's so much anxiety and depression, as I've spoken on recently. But thankful people, people that, will, that are grateful, will continue to shine or let their light shine wherever they're planted. Wherever you are planted, God has, has caused you to be a light in the circle that you are in. You know, all of you have influence on people, and you should be grateful. You carry the Holy Spirit with you everywhere you go. Now, the Holy Spirit isn't a downer. The Holy Spirit should illuminate you and put a, a smile on your face. Amen? There's nothing like being Debbie Downer, right? There's nothing worse than just being that grouchy person. But considering what God has done for each of us, which is the forgiveness of sins, first of all, from taking this old person and making a new creation. Lisa didn't know me as a believer. She knew me as an as a unbeliever back in the day, and now I'm a pastor. But we should be thankful that we have a new life, amen? It starts right there. Letting the light of Christ shine through us. It should be a, a blessing Every day that you wake up to be thankful, grateful for the shelter that you have. It doesn't matter if you're renting, if you have a home, if you have a ranch, if you live in a condo. You have shelter over you. The clothes, you, you look through a closet and you picked something out. That means you have clothes to wear. You got here, obviously, with transportation. Many reasons to be grateful for. Amen? 
And for that reason alone, as believers, we have a reason to let our light shine into this community. His goodness is what should make us great, what should make us grateful and thankful for every day. Amen. But nothing turns us into bitter, selfish, dissatisfied people more quickly than an ungrateful heart. As I mentioned, nobody wants to be around that grouchy person, that selfish person, the, the person that just has a wrong attitude, has a bad attitude. But again, those people have a reason to be grateful. They just choose not to. They choose not to. All of us have a choice to be grateful today. You woke up today with a choice. Am I going to go to church? Am I going to be grateful? Or am I going to be ungrateful for the hand that life has dealt me? Maybe you've gone through sufferings. You, you've lost a home, homes. Maybe you've gone through trials. You, you've been divorced. You've, you've lost this. You've lost that. And you're bitter and, and you're ungrateful. That's not what God's plan is for you. God has a plan of redemption to bring you out of where you're at and, and put you in a place where you can shine, where you can uh, let your light shine before all men. Amen? God has a plan. So here's my question for you this, this afternoon. What does it mean to be grateful? So you hear what I'm saying, right? But what does it mean to be grateful? Well, I would tell you this. It's being intentionally aware of how good God is and has been to you. And that awareness is producing a greater love and adoration towards Him. That's what being grateful means. What it's doing is it's just bringing you closer to God Almighty. Learning to appreciate. You know, one of the things that we, we don't appreciate as when we're younger, we have to wait till we get silver hair, and sometimes earlier, but we learn to appreciate how hard our parents work. Amen? How the sacrifices that they went through to raise your family up. You know, we were come from a family of four, and both my parents worked because that, that's just the norm. You have to work, right? And they went through sacrifices and sacrifices. But as a young child, you don't understand the sacrifice it takes. You just take those things for granted. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll be home at 5. They'll be home at 6 or whatever. Uh, they do this every day, and you just take it for granted. But you don't realize the sacrifices that it takes. Amen? God, God wants to help us understand the sacrifice that he did by sending his son Jesus Christ to this world to allow you and I to become grateful, to live grateful, to be thankful. Amen? Let me ask you another question. Are you still grateful when things don't go well around you? When, when you're running out of money and there's still a lot of months left to go, to go and you're running out of money or when you come and you go to Costco because it's supposed to be the cheapest gas and you still see that it's $5 a gallon or whatever, are you still grateful that you have money to buy gas? Are you still grateful for those things that otherwise may challenge you and say, man, why do I keep doing this? Are you still grateful? Or are you thinking negatively? Is everything, ah, everything's so expensive, everything's this, everything's that, he's so angry, she's so ugly, and on and on and on. Everything is just negative. Because I want to tell you right now, nobody wants to be around that person. Nobody wants to be an un, around an ungrateful person. 
Again, being grateful or being thankful is a theme found throughout the Holy Scriptures, throughout the Word of God. And it's a common theme for you and I to display as believers. You should be, of all people in the world, the most thankful, the most grateful, because you have learned to appreciate what He has done, what God has done for each of you. Amen? Even though we go through trials and sufferings, even though we go through the valley of death, we shall fear no evil, amen? Because God goes with us, and that's reason enough to be grateful. Gratefulness is taught and learned in the Word of God. Um, I, I think it's not a natural tendency. Our natural tendency, to be quite honest, most people are selfish. I mean, all you got to do is go to a preschool. Kids will fight over toys and say, mine, mine. That's their first inclination. It's selfishness. You have to be taught to be grateful. Did you know that? You have to be taught that. You have to observe it from other people to, to become grateful. And gratefulness is taught in the scriptures. The more you learn the scriptures, the more grateful you will become. If you're desiring to become more grateful today, you're in the right place. Because you're going to hear me focus on this word today. Can I get an amen? Amen. Today's sermon is titled, Grateful in an Ungrateful World. And Before I go to the, the quick three points I have for you today, we have a testimony that we want to have someone special come up and share. But uh, how many are grateful and can share testimonies today? I, I have one in particular. I've asked Mother Betty if she could come up at this time. And she's going to share... Uh, how good God is, and uh, why she is so grateful. Tell us why you're so grateful, Mother Betty. I'm grateful to be alive, first of all. Yes. I'm grateful that Jesus looked beyond my fault, and he saw my need. Yes. When I was in my sin, he saved me, Amen. and I'm thankful for that today. I'm just so thankful for this church, um, all the church family. I'm thankful for our pastor, Pastor Rick, Pastor Anna. I don't know if you all realize how wonderful and how how blessed we are to have shepherds that really love us and care for us and look out for us uh, we are truly blessed it's a blessing to give and to work in the church and to do all that we can uh, because god he is just faithful he is good yeah. to all each and every one of us he woke me up this morning he gave me a mind to get up he gave me strength yes. to uh, go downstairs and and, and make breakfast, to put on clothes. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. Yes. I'm thankful I have food. I'm thankful I'm still able to drive at 81 years young. Someone yeah, asked me the other Sunday, are you still driving? I said, oh yes, I, I drive to Sacramento to, be, uh, to visit my children. I drive to Stockton, I drive to Tracy. To God be the glory. It's yes, not of my amen. goodness. I am grateful. I am thankful to God yes. for his goodness and his mercy amen. to me. Amen. You know, coming to church, I saw, seen some homeless people. And I said, thank you, Lord, for the grace of God. There go I. I am thankful for everything that God does for me. The little things, the big things. And you know, he's concerned about everything that concerns us. A few weeks ago, my dryer went out. This may not seem like much. My dryer went out, and um, I said, oh, Lord, I said, it's either, someone told me, it's, it's either the, um, 
The, uh, the fuse or the motor may be out. And I say, oh, well, if his motor's out, I'm going to have to get a new, a brand new one. I'm not ready to get a new dryer. I went to the laundromat and strained myself, taking wet clothes, and I said, I don't want to do this again. So last week at Bible study, I said, Pastor, I need some help. My, my dryer went out. He said, okay, I'll see someone. The next day, no, that same night, Dante, praise God, he called me, Mother Betty, I'll be over in the morning to look at your dryer. Not only did he come, he brought his lovely wife, Lilik. And they are a team. Uh, he had his, he had his uh, satchel with all his tools and stuff in, and he was telling her what tool he needed and everything. And so, to God be the glory, my dryer is working. And not only did they do my dryer, my, my, my uh, draperies, I guess his high ceiling, vaulted ceiling, had, fa had fallen, the rod had came loose. She went outside, got the ladder. Dante, he got up on this tall ladder, hung my drapes back. I am just thankful. I'm grateful to God yes. for all his many, many, Amen. many, many blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Praise Thank God. You. Thank you, Mother Betty. Give the Lord a big hand. So if you need your drapes rehung, just call Dante and Lilith, they'll be happy to visit your home. <laughs> no, God is good, and, you know, that may not seem like a huge thing, but that's a big thing. He, God cares about the little things in your life, whether it's a dryer, whether it's a washer, whether it, it's, it's just finding the right pair of shoes. God cares about the little things for you and I. Amen? And uh, so glad to hear that testimony. Amen. God is good. Well, um, I also, just real quickly before going to the sermon text, um, this past week I want to be thankful for something. Um, Anna misplaced her debit card. And um, so, yeah, we, we, we spent some time looking for it. And um, she comes to me after, because I saw this commotion. She's going back and forth and had this look on her face. I said, what's going on? She goes, um, I lost my debit card. I got to call the bank. I go, well... And so I asked her, I go, did you pray about it? She goes, no, I've just been looking for it. So, so I said, well, let's pray right now. So, so we prayed, but she was already headed out the door. She wanted to go back to Costco, the last place she was at, and look in the parking lot. Because she had called them, and they said, no, nobody's turned in a debit card. We don't have it. So we went, drove over there. We had prayed, and uh, we looked where she had parked, and there was no debit card. I didn't expect one to be there at 8 o'clock at night. So we come back home, and this time we got in her car. I looked in her car. I said, did you look in your car? She said, yes. So I looked under her seat after we had prayed, and there it was right there, the, the debit card. So God cares about those little things. You know, we didn't, we didn't want to call the bank and have to cancel the card and get another one in a week from now or whatever it would take. But God cares about the little things in your life. So another reason to be thankful that he supplies all our needs. Let, let's turn, if you have your Bible or your electronic device, let's turn to the book of Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, I'm going to read from two verses, verse 19 through 20. If you, and it's going to be up on the screen for you as well. Listen to these words. It says, Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, 
Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always, and everybody say always, giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Let's pray. Father God, I pray right now for this time, for these next few moments, that your blessing would be upon this word, that you would give us ears to hear your word, that, Lord, that we would walk away every day as doers of your word, not hearers only. And so, Lord, we thank you for this time in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. So I went ahead as a pastor and I looked up the word always in the Greek. You know what it means in Greek? It means always. It means always. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. That means in the good and the bad, as what I was alluding to. And the first point I want to speak on today is God's goodness. How many believe that God has been good to you? Amen. And that's all of us. We should all be thankful for God's goodness. You're here today. As Mother Betty said, she woke up today. She's thankful just for that, for being alive today. And we're thankful for his goodness. Being grateful and thankful is our response as believers to a God that is good, to a God that is great and greatly to be praised. But here's also what I know. Who God is to you is dependent on what we know about him. If you don't know about him, you will never be grateful towards him as you should be. In other words, if you're not in his word, his word is his testament to you, his will to you, his spoken word to you. If you're never in it, you'll never know how good he is. Amen? And so I know this, that we don't know much about him. That may be someone here. That may be someone that will listen to this later on audio. And we can't fully appreciate his goodness until you know him. Much like what I alluded to earlier about being a youngster, you don't appreciate the hard work and sacrifice of a parent or somebody until you know, until you understand what they've been through, what they go through. Here's the wonderful thing about God's goodness. He gives us everything we need. And I'm going to show you that in his word. Let me, let's turn to Psalm chapter 23 and verse 4. And this is the New Living Translation. It says it this way. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. Other versions say I shall not want. This one says I have all that I need. Say that with me. I have all that I need. He didn't say he's going to give you everything you want, everything you desire. Some of you were desiring a $1.5 billion super lotto ticket the other night. Uh, I heard nobody won that. But anyways, the point is God gives us what we need. Amen? Because he knows that some of us, when we ask things, we ask foolishly. We ask for things that would bring us to destruction. Some of you will never be millionaires or never be, have this or that because God knows that the minute you have that, it will ruin your life. And so that's why God gives you and I what we need. And that's why he is good. Notice how he, was, he is so good that he gives us exactly what you and I need. He gave you that spouse you needed. He gave you that car you needed. He gave you everything you need. Amen? 
God is good. Say that with me. God is good. God is also love. We know that. God is love. In Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, the Word of God says this, But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That is one of the scriptures that I love, love, love. Because what it tells me and you that when you were out in the world sinning, living like a sinner, having nothing to do with God Almighty, He still loved you. He still loved you. You know, we have this, we're preconditioned to think that, well, if that person don't like me, well, I'm not going to like him back. In fact, if he hates me, I'm going to hate him back. Aren't you thankful that God isn't that way? God is a God of love. He died for you while you were still a sinner. That is so, so much reason for me to be grateful today. I'm grateful for God's goodness. We are grateful today because God is good. Amen. The second thing I would tell you today is we're grateful for God's presence and his power. Now, I don't know about you, but in this world that we live in, and it's not because I'm getting older. It's not because uh, I see my parents getting older and, and more tired and slowing down. But this world causes us to become drained. This world, more than ever, in, ev in any generation, we're, we're seeing young people drained, emotionally drained, physically drained like never before. And it's, it's the times that we live in. It's social media. It's all the pressures of life beating us up every single day so that, and that's from the enemy. You got to realize that. That comes from the enemy. God came to give us life, a new life, an abundant life. Amen. But this, this, world that we live in can sometimes leave us feeling without hope, feeling drained, confused. And I, I touch on this almost weekly. Anxiety and depression are at all-time highs. I don't care where you live. It's everywhere, especially in young people. But as believers, we have Christ with us. Amen? God's power and His presence. You see, it's not the end, but it's the beginning of a whole new life when you transferred your your life to him when you said lord i want to make you lord and savior of my life he says i'm going to lead you and guide you grab my hand how many love the the footprints poem where god not only carries you he picks you up and he picks you up during those tough times of your life as you look back and reflect you can see god was with you every step of the way amen you see in ourselves we don't have the strength to continue. Uh, uh, that's why you hear people saying, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. In fact, in my workplace, I often hear this on Thursday, it's baby Friday, Friday's almost here. It's like, really? Baby Friday, you know, or it's Friday Eve on Thursday. You know, you can call it Friday Eve because they can't wait for the weekend to go party or do whatever they want to do because they're also physically drained. And they need a break. All of us do. But don't forget, believer, today that God is your strength. He is the power that you and I have. Amen? See, we, it's up to us to turn to Him and lean on Him. It's up to us to lean on Him and discover that He is our strength. You and I as human beings have so much strength. 
even batteries, energizer batteries, they only have so much power, and after a while they dwindle out and phase out. But God Almighty never phases out. He continues to be there every step of the way. You see, his presence can lift you up from discouragement to encouragement. Amen. He can take your mess and turn it into a message. He can lift you up. He is the power and strength that you and I need every single day of our life. His presence is a constant reminder that we don't walk alone. You are not alone. I don't care who you are here today. You are not alone. God walks with you. His Holy Spirit power is given you to raise you up. How many are thankful that they are not what they were? Amen? I'm thankful that I am not what I was. I'm thankful that I'm a new creation. All of us have been given the Holy Spirit power to make us a new creation in Christ, to make you as bold as a lion. His power also brings you light. It brings you life. He wants you to be a light in your community as he is the light of this world. He wants you to be a light in your community. Wherever you go, that people go, there's something different about that man. There's something different about that woman. I don't know what it is, but they have a light. There's something there. And that is the Holy Spirit power. When you have people coming up to you and telling you that, then you'll know that the Holy Spirit power is at work in your life. When people come up and say, there's something different about you. There's something I see in your life. What is it? Because unbelievers will come up to you and ask you that. What is it? Why do you always have that encouraging way about you? Why is it that you're always walking around with a smile? Why is it that you're not negative like all these people and we just got out of that meeting and they tore us down and beat us up? Because of the light of Christ that lives in you. Amen? His power and his presence are a reminder that you don't walk alone in this world. I want to take you to Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 13. Listen to the way it words it here in the New Living Translation. It says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. And, and this goes back to what I've always said about a book that I read a long time ago called The Purpose Driven Life book. And the very first sentence in that book, written by Rick Warren, says, It's not about you. In other words, that life isn't about you. Your life is really, God put you in this world to give him glory. Did you know that? To bring him glory. He wants you to have a good life, but it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about bringing him glory. So are you bringing him glory in your workplace, in your family, where you go? Are you bringing him glory? That's what the Bible is describing here. How many are grateful for God's presence and his power? Every day of your life, remind yourself of that as you wake up. Thank you, Lord, for your presence today that will go before me. Thank you for your power. I can pray and miracles happen. I can pray and you can find a debit card. I can pray and you can fix a dryer. All those things that God cares for you. Amen? The third and last point I would share with you today is that we are grateful and God is glorified in that gratefulness, in that thankfulness. You see, when you and I as believers are grateful and thankful in the good and the bad, God is glorified. God is glorified. 
we, this year, my sister passed away, my youngest sister. And in that process, we shared about her life at the funeral. And I believe with all my heart that God was glorified based on her life, her testimony. She, God was glorified because everybody that knew Yolanda knew that she was a prayer warrior, that she loved to praise God, that she loved to worship God. That's a testimony. That brings God glory even in the bad, even in the hard times, even in the sufferings. God is glorified. Amen? You are the light of this world. Again, we represent the light of this world, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We praise God for what he has done, what he is continuing to do, what he's going to do. Amen? And we acknowledge his goodness and praise him for it. God forbid that we should become a person filled with ingratitude as believers. I think there's nothing worse to see than a believer that is, that is filled with ingratitude, not realizing their place of what God has done for them. I, I've seen very few, but there have been believers I've seen that are not thankful for what, for what God has done in their life. And they're basically, what they're, what they're really saying is, I don't know him well enough to give him glory, to be thankful for that. I don't know him well enough. They have a superficial experience with him. And now they're filled with, with unbelief, with ingratitude. And really what, what the core of that is, is we're not believing what the Bible is telling us when we are filled with ingratitude, when we're not grateful, when we're not thankful. As believers, you and I should know better. Always be thankful. Always be grateful for what God has done. Amen? See, if the Bible tells us God is all these wonderful things, God is love, God is peace, God is patient, God is kind. If the Bible tells us all these wonderful things, but we act like, talk like, walk like He's not, it's because we're not believing His Word. It's because you have not read his word enough to know him. And that's why I challenge you, let's develop this grateful spirit, thankful spirit, as we read the word of God more, as we get to know this God Almighty that has a plan and purpose for your life. Amen? Because again, ingratitude is unbelief, and unbelief leads to sin. It, le it, it is a sin. It is a sin to be unbelief in unbelief. And make no mistake, ungratefulness is sin. Let, let's turn to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, and this is going to be the last verse I, I read today. But Romans chapter 1 and verse 21 says this, For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Notice here, how closely these two things were tied together. How glorifying God and giving them thanks are tied together. Giving them thanks gives him glory. Remember that. When you give him thanks, you give him glory. We're coming up to, and this won't be the last time I'll say this, but we're coming up to Thanksgiving. And I, if you haven't done this already, I would challenge you, each of you to do this, that when you're around that Thanksgiving table, take the time for everybody to give thanks to God. Go around from the youngest to the oldest and say, okay, 
your turn. And we've done this at our family for years now. Why are you thankful this year? And then you take the time to express that. And what's happening is not only are you telling each other what you're thankful for, you're bringing God glory in the process. God is glorified when we give him thanks. And our lives should be filled with gratefulness, just like Mother Betty expressed. Our lives should be a testimony of thankfulness. And in this, God is glorified. Amen? God deserves glory. And he receives it when you're thankful, when you're grateful. Would you stand with me as we close this afternoon? I want to challenge everybody here this month to do this um, November Gratitude Challenge. And if we, oh, look at that. It's up on the screen. November Gratitude Challenge, so you won't forget. And what do I mean by this? So I want to challenge each person that you think of someone, try to think of someone new, possibly every day or maybe uh, once a week, however, however it works for you, but think of someone that you're thankful for. And then this is what I want you to do. Don't send them a text. That's too easy. Don't send them an email. That's easy. Write them a note. Write them a cursive note, just like in beautiful handwriting like my mom has, and write out a note to that person and tell them why you're thankful. And whether that's a family relative, whether it's a long-lost cousin, whether it's an uncle, an aunt, somebody that's not expecting it. And you watch how God will become glorified in that process. I challenge you to do this this month. In fact, some of you here, you may not have written a handwritten note in years. Everything's a text nowadays. Write a note out. Some of you don't even know how to write in cursive. I know that's the case with some of the younger people. They don't even know how to write in cursive anymore. But take the time to write a note out. And when somebody gets that note, it means a lot. It means a lot. Whether you give them a note, whether you, it's a thank you note, whatever it may be, it means a lot when you take the time to do that. How many will join me on that challenge this month and do that? Amen? So let's, let's do our best as we do that. Um, and as you begin to do this, watch as God gives you a deeper, deeper gratefulness and thanksgiving in your heart. Amen? You receive that today? Let's, let's give them thanks right now. Let's just praise them. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, that you are so good. We thank you, Lord, that you are glorified when we give you thanks, when we give you praise. We thank you, Lord, for your power, your presence. Lord, help us to become more grateful, more thankful in our lives every day. We, we have exactly what we need. Your word promises us that, that you give us what we need. And so, Lord, we're... We're grateful for that. We're thankful for that today. And Lord, as always, we close out with this blessing. And as I close out with this blessing, if you have any prayer needs, feel free to come up here and I would love to pray with you. But if not, just lift your hands with me one last time as I pray this blessing over you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And everybody said, Amen, Amen.
Thanks for listening. For more information, be sure to check out our Facebook page at Foothill Christian American Canyon.